You get up in the middle of the night and go all the way to the kitchen for a glass of water? Yeah, I don't. In the middle of the night? Yeah. Damn! What kind of fucking psycho are you? <laughs> what do you mean? If I'm really thirsty, I wait until I'm really thirsty. Do you not go to bed every night with a glass of water? No. Is that not a thing? Or is that not a thing for you? It's not a thing for me. Every night before I go to bed, as I'm walking through the house and locking doors and turning lights off, I fill up my glass of water. And I put it next to my bed and almost every night at some point I have to take a little swig or like if I get up to go pee, I take a drink, especially with retainers. Your mouth just feels like mm-hmm. fucking gross all the time. The difference is you have a glass of water mm-hmm. that you fill up. That's what I'm saying. Like, like why would you I'd have risk to it? Get a whole ass glass. <laughs> oh, you mean like I have one from the day already? Yeah. And then you're like, let's bring this to bed now. Yeah. Why don't you make that part of your bedtime routine? And, like, the risk of having to walk to the kitchen is, like, a nightmare. I would never get a glass of water, and then I would die of thirst in the night. Yeah, I I only do it if I'm, like, real thirsty. How how thirsty do you have to be? How thirsty was it? (laughs) Like... (laughs) Like, is it a hangover and then you get up and get the water? No, just sometimes I get super thirsty. Me too, which is why I bring water to bed all the time. I guess, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer the question. I'm shocked. You don't even I'm walk to the bathroom doctor. and just get like a of water. Yeah. That was like a scoop from my hand into my mouth of water. Yeah, just a little. That's like right next to your bed. Spritz in my mouth. You walk all the way to the kitchen. Yeah. This girl's got like half stories in her house. So she goes through stairs in the middle of the night. There are stairs. Yeah. Are there nightlights in your house? Like, how do you see where you're going? No. Just night vision. Braille. Yeah. Night vision. <laughs> I've lived in that house for fucking 67 years. Yeah, but you lived on the other side of the wing, like in the west wing. <laughs> <laughs> now you're navigating from the east, you know? Uh, It actually is the east side. Just basically a genius. Yeah, you are. But I mean, I've still been in the. I've, I'm still familiar with how the house works. It's not actually wings. It's not that big. <laughs> how? How? Okay, I'm really invested in this, and I realize it has nothing to do with anything important here. Mm-hmm. But it's important to me. How often, on average, would you mm-hmm. say that you have to get up to get some water from the kitchen in a year? Is it weekly, monthly, twice a month? Probably, twice a week? probably twice a month. Wow. That's a lot for me. Do you have like a timeline, a time that you wake up? Like three or four. That's pretty close to wake up time. Yeah. That's a journey for close to wake up time. Yeah. I'll usually pee too. And then like actual wake up is nice. And I get to be relaxed because your pee isn't an emergency then. Yeah. I pee a lot in the night. Like. That sounds like a prostate problem. (laughs) (laughs) It might be. But, I mean, I usually wait, 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 wait. And then if I roll over and I feel it and it's uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. like my bladder hurts, I'm like, you know what? I better just go now because I don't want to be super uncomfortable in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that, I feel like, is acceptable. But, like, I can get back to bed and go to sleep. But if I have to go all the way to the kitchen. Oh, but I don't have a problem sleeping. Like, I could fall asleep right now. I know. It's like a talent. Mm Mm-hmm. But then walking all the way back, you're not like, ooh, it's cold. No, I'm usually not cold at night. Because I also sleep in, like, a refrigerator with a cooling blanket. You are such an anomaly to me. <laughs> For as similar as we are, we are so fucking different. I mean, I'm cold, but it doesn't, like, bother me. No? Not at all? No. Oh, I hate it with a passion. 
being cold. Yeah, like if my bed is warm and cozy. I mm. love it if it feels cold out there if mm-hmm. I'm warm and cozy. But if I have to get up to pee, it is miserable the whole time. And I'm just like, I can't wait to get back in bed. And then I crawl back in bed and I'm like, oh. but then my feet are freezing. And I'm like, I'm never, I don't fall asleep until my feet warm up, which oh takes God. forever. And I have to like tuck them under my legs. Yeah. Or under Lee. Yeah. I um, I don't know. That's I, interesting. I guess it doesn't really bother me that much. And also, I can, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll fall asleep right now. I will take That's the blankets off thing. of me to have the fan on me so that I can pretend it's like I'm sleeping outside. <laughs> like, I just want to be cold. I do recall that saying the night at your house that you point the fan directly on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my bangs are driving me fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> why, is, feathering. why is it fucking blowing right up my nose? Oh, wake up with a sore throat. So it feels like you're sleeping on a top of a van. I used to do that when I was little uh-huh. when I would pretend play. Like I would point the fan at me and then I would huddle up and pretend like I was camping or something. But I never slept. Like I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did that. And then I'd be like, now let's dream about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so how's it going? Everyone? Oh, you know, Best living the day fucking ever. dream. Who's excited for crime con? Because we are. It's next week. Ooh. That's my goddamn. Oh, tell me about it. Okay, let's it's, hear it. It's just that it's fucking next week, Stacey. It's next week. It's, and we are so official. It's next week. And I have so no idea how, A, we're going to get everything done. B, we're, we're going to get, get every, everything Everything's done. C. Everything is done. Nothing is done. Everything is done. I reject your reality. Don't substitute with your own. Your own sucks. I'm substituting it with my own. No, get out of here. I have so much fucking work to do to get it fucking ready. And then. Okay, what do we have to do? What do we have to do? I have to print 4,000 stickers. Oh, I was like, you don't have to. Because I, I thought you were going to say shirts. No. <laughs> <laughs> you do. do. You do. And then apparently I also have to make sure that those shirts are being You don't have to make sure done. of shit. Fuck it. We don't have shirts. We got a garment rack that we're going to hang <laughs> stickers on. Okay. <laughs> we're going to be like, we're hey, gonna, anybody like, need a garment rack? We paid for it. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Laying our own clothes. <laughs> In case I need to change them. We'll just put it on our shoulders. <laughs> This is where I stand. It's like in Beetlejuice when he yeah. like comes out of the closet. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway. it's just it's just there's so fucking much, and I think that we are nope. Don't say it. Choking on what we've bitten off. No, are you kidding? I'm masticating perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how we're gonna get all the things there. I don't know how it's physically gonna fit in all of our things. I have seriously considered giving my plane ticket to anyone else who wants to come from San Diego no. just so that I can drive no. all the shit there. <laughs> no. I don't know how we're going to get it there. I don't think it's going to be possible. How about we just hire somebody to drive it to us? That sounds less fun. And then fun. we fly. What do you mean less fun? I mean road trip. It's always uh-uh, fun. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm trying to get to Vegas, girl. I'm not trying to road trip. I'm trying to gamble, drink, have fun, do some podcast shit. <laughs> Also that. <laughs> Mommy's not out. I'm going to play me some moolah, planet moolah. Uh-uh. That's where we'll be. <laughs> yeah. If you want to wear a skin anytime, you'll easily find us. Because I will be yelling. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited for it, but I just want it to be like Tuesday. It's going to be okay. Now. So that I... Tuesday's going to be way worse than today. Oh, it's going to be so much worse. But yeah, at least I'll have about? like a steady idea of where we're at. Like 
I'll have done the things that I need to do for the most part. And okay, then the last bit will just be a scramble. I'm a procrastinator. Let I wait until you. the last fucking fine. minute. Everything's fine. Let me tell you where we're at. Okay, where are we We're at? in a little bunch of suitcases up with all of our random shit, mm-hmm. including T-shirts. As many as we can shove in there is what we're taking. Whatever mm-hmm. we can't take, whatever. We're going to have fucking other events. We're going to mail some shit out. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want with those T-shirts. All right? Mm-hmm. And then with the giant ass banner, <laughs> we are literally just going to check it. Put it back in the fucking box it came in and let's check it. I don't think you can check something that big. Well, now you're going to make me panic because what? You, there's size limits? I would assume. <laughs> I guess that's true. Okay. Uh, the plane is not that wide. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We're going to have one suitcase just for the banner. We're going to fold that fucker up, put it in there. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to check all of our suitcases. And somebody TSA is going to go through that shit and they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And we're going to be like, it's a pool floaty. <laughs> that says, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I am just It's gonna fit I'm just panicking A little bit Don't panic a There's little no bit. reason to panic We There's have a little reason to panic Okay Hear me out Okay Listening We have literally no one to impress Oh no 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 All no. of these people know what's gonna if, uh, I don't know what to expect They uh, are fully aware Oh what the fuck is gonna I happen I get it I'm trying to impress myself I have my own standards Yeah same z's that I'm trying to fit, and I'm I'm sad, and I feel like we have bit, I'm not sad. I feel like we've bit off a fucking lot, and my standards are like, get it done. Mm. And that is a daunting task. Oh, see, my standards are like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're actually executing all of this. We've got all this shit. This is going to be so much fun. Have you considered we're going to have to, like— talk to everyone too oh hell yeah i'm, I'm ready starting to, to get anxiety from that already where just, i'm like is every single person we talk to like an interview what if they ask us questions what are they gonna be like oh well what's your favorite fucking i don't know murder murder and i'll be like my favorite murder is a different podcast <laughs> <laughs> because i don't answer questions well <laughs> i have a feeling nobody's gonna talk to us they're just gonna grab the free shit and they're gonna be like huh that's an interesting name <sighs> Probably. What if somebody yells at us for the name? So then they yell and at us. And I'm like, don't take God's name in vain. And I'll be like, who? Oh, and I will get up on my soapbox and I'll be like, thank God. Thank God. Do you know what the word, do you know what that means? You'll be like, thank God someone said it. This bitch over here. <laughs> <sighs> I. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I know I it's going to be feeling, fine. But I just want to be there so Aaron, that it's done. Like my anxiety can go down. Consider the following. Okay. Bill Nye the science guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill. All right. And now consider the following. Every time we go anywhere, it's a lot of fun for us, right? Obviously. Yes. And every time we have certain people who also think it's a lot of fun. Other people find us annoying, but other people think it's a lot of fun. So I think we're going to be amongst our people is all I'm trying to say. I think we're going to be amongst intellectuals. And I have no place in that society. You are going. You to are not have giving to... yourself enough credit. What are they going to be like? Man, you don't understand bloodstain patterns. And you're like, I get it. Fucking flings on the wall when somebody dies. I don't know. What if someone's like, Oh, cool. Let me listen to one of your podcasts, and then they come back the next day, and they'll be like, Who doesn't know there's squirrels in Russia? And I'll be like, I didn't. Exactly. Are there? Exactly. Like, this is a great opportunity for me to learn. I'm so glad you, the universe put you in front of me so that I can learn this knowledge. I don't know. And what then we'll asked? be like, remember that one time at Vegas when some motherfucker came up to us and started teaching us about squirrels in Russia? And I'll be like, I do. I don't know. I don't know. It's I'm fine. just thinking of the worst case scenario. You're spiraling. 
I am. I'm it's spiraling. Fine. I'm spiraling. Great. I'm spiraling. It's great. Okay. So, do you want to hear my gadget? I do. We went to your house this weekend mm-hmm. to put together said promotional items, mm-hmm. which was so fun, by the way. It was fun. We were there Come for back. like four hours and I didn't even notice. Yeah. It was just like sticking shit on. We had a little assembly line going. Anyway, while we were there, you put on the movie Turning Red for the children. Mm-hmm. And you were like, have you ever seen this? It's about a chick getting her period or some <laughs> shit. And I was like, what? That's super weird. Why and, is that for children? Yeah. But okay, cool. Whatever. And so the kids were like enthralled with it. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me about all the ways that it's about some chick getting her period. And I was like, wow, that is very interesting. And then you told me that some chick that you had talked to was like, that's not what that's about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even in your house, I'm like, clearly that's what this is about. It's like, very clear. That makes sense to me. But since we came home from your house, my children have been obsessed with wanting to watch. My older one calls it Red Panda and the younger one calls it Big Panda. <laughs> so anyway. My the- kids call it Red Panda. None of these are what it's called. No, it's called Turning Red. <laughs> but they like watch it every night, every morning. Mm-hmm. It's just on a fucking loop in our house right yep. now. And so I have seen bits and pieces of this movie over time. And 1000% it's about a period that mom literally has a pack of pads and is like waving them around which fun fact my kid thinks that pads go on your feet but that's okay mm. that's another story there is an infomercial like that oh it yeah sucks the toxins out yeah <laughs> so they're obsessed with watching it whatever and uh so they do and at some point in the movie i think the mom turns into a mm-hmm. fucking red panda and is Spoiler. like psycho yeah. yeah yeah like it's scary it looks like a monster mm-hmm. whatever and my youngest one who's going to be three in june is like fucking enthralled but also terrified. This is the kid who loves like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and shit. So yeah. like I'm pretty sure he's going to grow up to be just like me. Yeah. But he keeps asking like when does Big Panda come? When does Big Panda come? And that's what he's talking about. The mom being fucking crazy and the scary part. So he's been asking for days and it takes my kids a couple days to get through the movie mm. because it's like a little bit in the morning, a little bit at night, whatever. So this morning, the Big Panda finally came and they were watching the show in, or the movie in my older son's room and I was getting ready for work or whatever. And then I peeked around the corner to be like, OK, five more minutes or whatever. And my youngest son had left the bedroom but was standing in the hallway peeking around Aww. watching the TV. And he looked at me and he goes, Big Panda's here. Like, he's all excited, but he's, like, hiding and scared. Aww. And I was like, is it scary? And he's like, no, no, no. When I was baby, I was a little scared. But not not now. It's not scary at oh. all. But he was totally terrified. And oh he was, like, God. hiding and watching it. Yes. cute. It melted my heart. Anyway, so I just have to thank you because I've seen Red turning red, like, 500 times. Yeah, it's not bad. Kids have no idea it's about getting your period. Yeah. But I don't really care if they knew anyway. I know, right? What would... But I do every time because I have no privacy in my home. But Mm. every time I'm bleeding, I, like, have to hide everything from the kids. Like, if they come in, I'm like, not yet. (laughs) Don't ask questions. Oh, my God. I don't want to scar them. Yeah. Can you imagine? No, I hide it, too. But I don't remember. As a kid, I don't ever remember seeing my mom's either, too. And I pissed with my mom all the time. Like, as a girl, we would shit, like, go to the stall or whatever. And she would go first, then me or whatever. Yeah. So maybe they hid it from us, too. Yeah, but, like, I don't think that I ever looked at her vagina to be like, is that a string? Oh, like, coming out? No, I, I guess I didn't either. But Like, you look at your mom or you look around or whatever. Yeah, you're not really paying attention. I just feel like you would notice. I may have noticed, like, a giant bloody pad on her underwear or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, something dramatic. Think, yeah, I don't think that was ever there. <laughs> but then I never saw, like, any kind of replacing or removing of any said items. 
I feel like that might just not be a core memory. Maybe. Like you may have seen it or whatever, but like not thought anything of it. So you you're right. It's it. not like you're staring at like yeah. what they're doing. You're just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like my kids are so obsessed with like owies and stuff. And if you need a band aid, that if they saw blood or me removing horrified fucking cotton. <laughs> Cotton swab on a string. Yeah, getting blood splatter on the wall. <laughs> I don't know how I'm removing it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I won't hide it from my girl, I don't think, but I will for a while until she's like, I don't know, old enough to be like, fuck is that? Yeah, I know. And they ask like what tampons are and stuff. And I'm just like, ah, those are like girl things. Anyway, on that lovely note, would you like to? Yes. Okay. A thousand times, Okay, yes. good. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't have to ask the full question. Because I'm going to tell you, this week's story is about Kayla Berg. All right, Kayla. Episode 189 of I Said God A true crime podcast. Yes. I feel like you have to hold your ear pod in, like, to your ear when you do that. Like, a true crime podcast. We're reporting live from the corner. Thank you, Aaron. Back to you in the studio, Tom. It's raining! (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, for the record, this case I'm about to tell you, I basically got all of the information from a blog and a true crime podcast. It's, like, all in one called It's Crime O'Clock Somewhere. (laughs) So, go check out the blog and the podcast and give them some love because, legit, this is a lot of awesome research and it's all compiled together. All right. Cool. Okay. So, this week I'm going to tell you about Kayla Berg, who was born August 29th. 1993 in Antigua, Wisconsin. Okay. I'm not 100% sure if she was born in Antigua, but that's where she lived. Okay. But I wrote born in, you know, bear with me. Mm-hmm. Baron. Okay. So when she was young, her parents ended up getting a divorce, but the family still remained very close. Okay. And it sounds like she lived with her mom, and her mom's name was Hope. Sounds like she lived with her mom full time. And at some point during her teen years, her and her mother decided to move from Wisconsin to Texas for a fresh new start. Okay. So it turns out her mom had some family in Texas. So that was the reason for Texas. Mm-hmm. Fresh new start in a teenager is uh, pretty rough. Oh, I've been there, done that. So when they get to Texas, it turns out that Kayla really didn't like her new high school because one of her favorite things ever was gymnastics, and they didn't have a gymnastics team. Oh. Yeah, so she was just kind of like, mm, this school's kind of lame. And her mom also didn't really like living in Texas either. And the icing on the cake was that her father, who lived back in Wisconsin, ended up getting diagnosed with cancer. Oh, no. So the move was kind of a quick move. It wasn't what it all panned out to be. So with all these issues combined, Kayla and her mother decided to move back to Antigua, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. to be closer to her father and, you know, their familiar friends, right? God damn, that's got to be expensive. Right. And then also think of it as a teenager. Again, you're bouncing back and forth. It's hard. You literally did that. I literally did the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it was hard. But when you came back, we became besties. So it was totally worth it, huh? Worth it. I feel like leaving helped me become who I am today, though. I feel like if you hadn't left, we we wouldn't be where we're at. No, and like before I left too, I was hanging out with like a different crowd mm-hmm. and I was very much not who those people were. 
which absolutely love and adore them, but it's just not who I was. Yep. And so I feel like I was a lot more quieter and shy. And then when I moved away, I had to be myself. Yeah. And it worked out great for me. <laughs> and then I came back and, <laughs> and I was just I'm like, pretty fucking great. <laughs> I am awesome. Well, I just like who I am. Like, I yeah. like, obviously, you're aligned with who you want to be. Yeah. And so when I came back, I was just like, fuck it. I'm only here for a couple more months. Who cares? I have nobody to impress. Yeah. And I'm just myself. Also didn't have a lot of friends in, in that <laughs> high school. I had you. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of forced that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway. So anyway. Kayla and her mother moved back to Wisconsin. And at this point, Kayla is 15 years old. Okay. So a week after she had moved back home, she stayed the night over at her friend's house. And her friend's name is Natasha. Mm-hmm. Now, she still has friends. Like, she has a whole life here. So it's not like she had to, like super pick back up where she left off or struggled or anything. She just, like, fell right back into her motions and goes and stays the night at Natasha's house. How long were they gone? It made it sound like it was a pretty quick move. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but... I'm guessing, like, less than a year? Yeah, it's kind of what I got, but I don't know okay. for sure. Okay. So she's back home, and she's hanging out with her friend Natasha. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, a week after they moved back home. And she's going to stay the night at Natasha's house. The girls had planned to go to a party that night, and they ended up going to a party that was about 35 miles away in a town called Wasu? Wasau? Wasau? I don't know how to say that. Yeah. I've seen it written. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am more, how are these 15-year-olds getting there? Are they driving? Exactly. Well, here's the thing. Allegedly, this town had more things to do than Antigo has to do, for yeah. like a teenager and stuff. So that was the allure of them going there. And I'm sure somebody was throwing a party, and they're like, well, I'm going to fucking go over there. P.S., by the way, I found out that her ex-boyfriend lived in this town, too, and he was known to throw parties. Like, he had his own house. He was older. He would throw parties all the time. So I'm wondering if maybe that's where they went to go party at. Mm-hmm. But let it be known that Hope, Kayla's mom, did not approve of them going to this town. She was like, yeah. nope. Like That's you 35 miles away. You told me you were going to be at Stacy's house. Exactly. Okay. So it's not clear to me, like, if the kids had lied about where they were going mm-hmm. or if she was just like, I'm going to go to a party tonight and Hope didn't question it. And then Natasha's mom was cool with it. I don't really know how it all went fucking down. But either which way, these girls go, you know, to this party 35 miles away. Okay. I am not looking forward to when our children are teenagers. 100% they're going to do that because we did that. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just not looking forward to it. Uh, I know. Well, we'll have like tracking devices in their eyelashes or something by then. So oh, it'll for be fine. sure. For sure. It'll be fine. We'll be like, wear this. Click. <laughs> just staple that into me? Yeah, I did. Yes. Yeah. Better be there in the morning, Enjoy too, fucking shit. blinking, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm calling my kid a bitch. He's probably being a little bitch. A good night. <laughs> okay, so the next morning, Natasha's mom went to go wake up the girls and realized that they had never come home that night. Oh, God damn it. Worst nightmare. So eventually, Natasha's mom ends up calling Hope up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did Natasha's mom know that they were going to a party? That's the part I don't understand. Or I don't know. Like, uh oh, are they at your house? Okay, yes, she did know. So Natasha's mom did know that they were going to Wow So Wasu. Whatever the name of this town is. Wow. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm saying it terribly wrong and I did not Google it. It's probably like, like You know you could just Google it. Like, yeah, I know, but I did not. Mm-hmm. So Natasha's mom knew that they were going. I don't know if she knew that Hope would not be cool with this or did not like this idea or whatever. Yeah. Um 
But either way, she knew where they were because she ends up calling Kayla's mom up and is like, hey, I'm worried about the girls because they didn't come home last night. And immediately Hope is worried about Kayla because she doesn't have a cell phone or anything. And she's a teenage girl at a party. Yeah. You know, she's starting. Yeah. She's starting to experiment with like drinking and stuff like, you know. Yeah. I'm worried. Yeah. And so she and Natasha's mom go straight to the police to look for their daughters like, hey, they're missing. And while they're at the station, they get a call from the girls saying that they are home safe and sound and that they had actually ended up going to an overnight outdoor party in Antigua so that they had stayed in town, probably got drunk in a cornfield, passed out. (laughs) Slept outside. It's an outdoor party. Mm -hmm. And they had woken up and gone home. They didn't actually leave town. Okay. And this is an actual call from them? This is an actual call. The girls really are safe and home. And Hope is, like, absolutely relieved that Kayla is safe. Yeah. But also she's mad because she wasn't supposed to go there. Like, she's not supposed, like, don't do all this shit. You were supposed to be at Natasha's house. That's why I expected you to be. Exactly. Fucking be there. Exactly. So on Tuesday, August 11th, 2009, Kayla calls her mom to tell her that she is going to hang out at Natasha's house that day. Like, hey, I'm going to go hang with Natasha. Mm -hmm. The girls hang out until about 5 p.m. when Natasha had to leave to go to work. Okay. But Kayla ended up staying at Natasha's house and hanging out because Kayla's brother, Jimmy, was at the house with Natasha's brother and a third friend of theirs named Kevin Kielczewski. Okay. So the guys are hanging out. And Kayla's like, bye, Natasha. Have fun at work. I'm going to hang out with my brother and his friends. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Kilcheski was 24 years old at the time. The fuck he doing with teenagers? Right? I don't know how old Kayla's, Kayla's brother. brother is, but she's 15 at this time. And I may or may not have Facebook stalked a lot of these people. And oh, <laughs> there were pictures of the two of them when they were younger, of the siblings, of Kayla and Jimmy. And they look like they're only a couple years apart, if that. Okay, okay. So Kevin is way older Yeah. <laughs> in this scenario. So he's hanging out with teenagers. Exactly what you said. Now, eventually, Kayla goes home, and she goes back to her dad's house at this point. So I'm guessing she stays at her mom's house and then her dad's house, whatever. So she goes and stays at her dad's house. But before she leaves, she tells Kevin, like, hey, let's hang out later tonight. Like, give me a call. Let's hang out. To the 20-something-year-old. To the 20-something-year-old. And they were just friends. There's not, like, a romantic interest or anything. They're just bored. Like, hey, call me. Let's hang out. Okay. She gets to her dad's house, does her thing for a bit. And then at 8.45, she calls up Kevin to tell him that she's ready to hang out. Like, come pick me up. So Kevin comes and gets her shortly after that. So maybe around like 9 p.m. She comes and picks him up and they go driving around the town and they're smoking pot in his car. Mm -hmm. That's their hangout sesh. So now the next morning rolls around and her dad gets up and notices that Kayla is not home. Like she didn't come home that night. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have a reoccurring theme. Again, a 15-year-old learning her limits, all of that stuff. So naturally, he calls Kevin because Kevin's the one who picked her up last and remembered that she doesn't have a cell phone, right? So he calls Kevin and asks where Kayla is. And Kevin is like, I don't know. The last time I saw her was last night at around 11 p.m. She asked me to drop her off at her ex's home in Wasu. I'm guessing that's how you say it again. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And her ex's name is Miguel. Okay. So her dad's like, okay, she just must be at Miguel's house. And the whole day passes and still no Kayla. And then a second day passes. They're going to fucking call Miguel? Well, I don't know if anybody has Miguel's number. And still she doesn't show up. So at this point, her dad is like, crap, I got to call her mom and let her know what's going on. Kayla is missing. 
Mm-hmm. So he calls Hope and she immediately reaches out to Kayla's friends to ask if they had seen her because she's just been through this pretty recently. Like, no, something's going on, right? Yeah. Like, okay, maybe she just is at a party. It's a little scary that it's been a couple of days, but let's figure this out. Like, maybe one of her friends knows what, knows what happens. Yeah. So one of her friends named Beth said that the last night that anybody had seen Kayla on the 11th, she had come into McDonald's. And that's where Beth had worked at. And she was with Kevin and that Kayla had told Beth that their plan was to go drive around and smoke pot and hang out. Mm -hmm. And then she told Beth like, oh, I'll call you later tonight. But then Kayla never ended up calling Beth. So the last that she had heard from her was that night. And I don't know what time it was, but I think it was shortly after nine. So that's probably one of the first stops that they had taken. Yeah. Again, speculating, can't remember, didn't put it in my notes, but somewhere between nine o'clock that night and 11 p.m. allegedly when she was dropped off, she had stopped into that McDonald's. After about five days with no word from Kayla, five days, five days, Hope reached out to Kevin to ask him what he knew about Kayla's whereabouts. Because remember, the dad had called Kevin and is telling Hope, but Hope is like, "Uh, I'm gonna go talk to the fucking source." Yeah. So Kevin, are the police involved in this at this point? Not yet. No, not yet. They called the next day, the I first know. time. I know, but I think maybe they're like, "Oh, it's the same thing." Yeah. So she calls Kevin. And Kevin says that after they had hung out for a bit, he had dropped her off at the ex's house. Again, same story, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Hope did not like Kayla's ex, Miguel, because he was 19 and she was only 15. Mm -hmm. Miguel was also a known partier and his brothers were known to be partiers and they all lived in this house that they would throw these big parties. She didn't like Kayla hanging out with him. He's up to no good. Yeah. Don't want to influence your daughter. Yeah. I get it. She also asked what she was wearing. Like, okay, Kevin, what was she wearing that night? Like, help me figure out how I can get my, like, tell people what my daughter was wearing, what to look for, whatever. Because remember, Kayla was living or staying at her dad's house that night. So Hope hadn't even seen her that day. Yeah. And Kevin couldn't answer her. Like, he couldn't remember what she was wearing. I get that. Yeah. And he couldn't answer, like, a majority of her questions. Like, she asked where he dropped her off that night. And he was like, I don't know, somewhere, like, wherever she told me to drop him off. So Hope reaches out to Miguel. Like, oh, I just dropped him off at Miguel's house. So Mm -hmm. Hope reaches out to Miguel. And Miguel tells her that he had never actually even seen Kayla that night. So Uh shit is not lining up. Something weird is going on here. Mm -hmm. On the sixth day of Kayla being missing, her mom went to the police and filed a missing persons report. Because now she's like, okay, there's no way. Something fishy is going on. None of their stories are lining up. I thought maybe she was just with her ex-boyfriend and had, like, run away maybe or is, like, trying to hide that she's with him. Whatever. But now something is fishy. Yeah. It's been too long now. You can't just do that. Hell yeah. So she files a missing persons report. So the police go and question Kevin since he's the last one to see Kayla that night. And... Kevin again says, Kayla asked me to drop her off at Miguel's house, and so I did. And they were like, okay, but specifically, what house did you drop her off at? Like, give me the address or whatever. And so he does. And it turns out, and he said that he did that at around 10.30 p.m. that night. It's about the time that he dropped her off. Now, he gives them the specific address, but all of her friends who hear this news of like, oh, getting dropped off at 
Miguel's house or whatever. They're like, that's BS because Miguel had recently moved. Like he didn't live at that address anymore. And Kevin didn't know that Miguel didn't live there. But Kayla for sure knew because Kayla had been to his new place. Uh oh. So Kayla would have asked to go to, to their new, new place. place. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> exactly. And like I said, Miguel and his brothers were like partiers and everything. And they basically lived on their own. So there's no reason for Kayla to be like, hey, let's sneak away to your old house. Yeah. Also, Miguel's old house was actually like condemned and deemed inhabitable. Inhabitable. That's the one. (laughs) Inhabitable. (laughs) Inhabitable. And condemned. Miguel's old home was condemned because it was like not appropriate for living conditions. I don't know why. I don't know what was going on. They destroyed Maybe they had, it in yeah. the parties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too many parties or something. Yeah, but they're like, the ground is just beer. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? You have to swim your way to the bathroom. <laughs> Use gondolas. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, like it was a broken down, dusty home with no lights on. Like you wouldn't drop somebody off there. Yeah. And there was no reason to drop for Kayla to request to be dropped off there. Yeah. There's a big yellow notice taped to the door. Yeah. Like the fucking door taped shut with like red tape. Like yeah, this condemned. seal has been broken. <laughs> yeah. So now police are like, OK, that's kind of questionable, right? Like all of her friends are like, nope, that's bullshit. Kevin didn't know this, so he's a dum-dum. He didn't actually drop her off there. And they kept questioning Kevin, but he kept insisting that that is where he dropped her off. And that's where she wanted to be dropped off. And then he went to his parents' house. And his mom was able to confirm that he was home by midnight in Deerbrook, which is where he lived with his family, with his parents. Mm-hmm. Which is about an hour away from Wausau. Woo. Okay. So Wow-su. the timing would be about accurate. Yep. Would be about accurate. But also, there's a big gap there, right? Like, he says 1030. He was home by midnight. So there's, like, 30 minutes of time that you could be driving around doing some stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So police go and interview Miguel, and he cooperates with them and lets them search his home. And there's no sign or evidence that Kayla had been there at all or at the old condemned home either. There was no evidence that she had been there that night. Nothing left behind. Nothing suspicious. Hope worked really hard to keep her daughter's missing persons case in the media. And this led to, like, a ton of tips. Fuck, that's heartbreaking. I literally, this story made me so sad because, like I said, I might have Facebook creeped on everybody to try to get more details and figure things out or see what else I can find. Because I took this all from It's Crime O'Clock Somewhere, a majority of it. But I... Legit almost started crying last night. And I don't normally get emotionally invested, but my heart breaks for this family. Mm. So now she's keeping her daughter's name in the media. And a tip comes in on August 26th, days before Kayla's 16th birthday, Uh. where someone claimed that they had seen Kayla leaving a local Walmart in a truck. So police obviously rush over and review the surveillance footage. And they see a young woman getting out of a Ford Taurus goes into Walmart and then comes out and gets into a truck and it drives away. Okay. They had Hope review the video and she said that she didn't believe that it was Kayla. Like looked familiar or looked similar, but it wasn't Kayla. Mm-hmm. 
So now we're seven weeks into the case of, of Kayla being missing. God damn. And they decide to have cadaver dogs come and sniff around that condemned home that Miguel had lived at, mm-hmm. which is allegedly the last place anyone had seen Kayla, to see if there's any hits on, like, human decomposition. Mm-hmm. And there was a pond near the property, and one of the dogs hit on the pond, suggesting that there may potentially be a body in the water. So the police get divers to go out there and search the pond, but they come up empty-handed. Police at this point are, like, really heavily suspecting Kevin because the story's not lining up. Yeah. And he's the last person to see her alive that we know of and all this other stuff. It's, you know, clearly dropping her off at this home is pretty suspicious because it's, like, visibly not a place that you would drop off a 15-year-old at 1030 at night alone. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, so super sus. None of the lights are on. Should I wait until you get inside? Yeah. Oh, he also was like, I don't remember waiting to see if she got inside. Like, no. Not helpful. Yeah. So on October 26th, the police end up charging Kevin with second degree reckless endangerment since he was the last person to see Kayla alive. And he allegedly dropped her off there knowing that it was not a safe place for a 15 year old underage person to be. And he was 24 years old. Right. Okay. So now reckless endangerment. They arrest Kevin and took possession of his car and they search it. They do luminol testing, and they get a few spots to light up. So the police had those spots tested. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Miguel's car was also searched and tested. He must have willingly, like, turned that shit over. All right. And in Miguel's car, the luminol lit up in the trunk, and the police removed a patch of carpet, and they had that tested. Mm-hmm. Both tests came back negative as belonging to or matching Kayla's DNA. Okay. So it lit up that there's something there, but it wasn't Kayla's. But it's a teenage boy's car, so. Yeah. It's weird that you have, like, a potentially bloody patch in your trunk. I mean, I think luminol hits on, like, a few different things. Like, oh, okay. not just blood, right? Yeah. Like jizz? Yeah, yeah I think, like, DNA just like stuff. I don't actually know Jizzing in the jizzing? trunk? I mean. Jizzing in the trunk. Jizzing in the trunk. Jizzing in the what, what, in the trunk. I mean, if you have to do it. <laughs> You don't want it to ride around in the passenger seat with you. <laughs> just like a gelatinous blob of mold. So just throw it in the trunk, you know? So I digress. So they have the cars fucking checked, not Kayla's DNA. Yeah. The police next have cadaver dogs come out and sniff the cars, and the cadaver dog hits on Kevin's car. Uh-oh. So there's a positive hit on human decomposition in Kevin's car. Ew. Police then look at Kevin and Miguel's cell records that night. Mm-hmm. The night Kayla went missing, Kevin called Kayla at her dad's house, which I thought it was Kayla called her dad, but I'm, I'm sure different it was sources from his here. Phone. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Either which way, they talk. Kayla was on her dad's phone, Kevin on his cell phone. And then around 9 p.m., his phone was shut off or it died. And then it wasn't turned back on until midnight. So the entire time he is with Kayla, his cell phone is off. That's suspicious. That is suspicious unless it died and he didn't get home till midnight to charge it. Because it's also 2008 or something. Mm, Yeah. And you don't have like a car charger. I had a car charger. Did you? Yes. I had to think about that. I was like, did I? (laughs) I don't even remember having a cell phone, but I did. But it plugged into like the lighter, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he didn't have one. That shit's extra. That shit is extra when you got to pick it out of the box of like your three accessories. Mm -hmm. A phone case, (laughs) headphones, and a car charger. (laughs) Boom. 
I will take all of those. All right. Anyway, so I mean, yeah, I guess so. Could be. Like it could be. But what a are the chances that his thing. phone died right after calling Kayla? Like, yo, I'm here. I guess that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't have a lot of battery though. Gotta go. Bye. We had a baby. It's a boy. <laughs> I still think it's pretty suspicious because homeboy is for sure lying about something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. No, he is suspicious, but like, good answer. Yeah, yeah. On to you. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Miguel's phone records were squeaky clean. Okay. He didn't even talk to Kayla that day or anything. But his phone did hit off of a tower in Lincoln County, which is like 40 miles away that night. Mm-hmm. And so the police, just to be extra careful, they go to that area that his phone pinged off of and they search the area and they come up empty handed. All right. Police also had cadaver dogs search Kevin's parents' property where he was living. And the dog hits once on the property, and they also search a potato farm that he worked at, and the dog hit again there. Oh. So there's, like, he's getting all kinds of dog cadaver hits. Mm -hmm. What's this dude doing? And they're specifically trained for human decomposition. Yeah. The fuck, bro? That's pretty suspicious. That's suspicious. A potato farm, huh? A potato farm. Hmm. You'd think it'd be cheese, you know? Wisconsin? Fair enough. Yeah. Also... The There was a report that came out of the search of Kevin's parents' home search, whatever. Okay. There was a report that came out of that, and it said that there were items of interest that were discovered on the property, but they never released what was found because they say if that were public knowledge, it would severely impact the investigation. Okay. So I don't know what it is that they found. Would it, though, if it's coming from the suspect's house? I don't know what it could be that they found. Yeah, I have no idea. Police couldn't prove that the cadaver hits were linked to Kayla because they don't even know if Kayla is dead at this point. Mm-hmm. So all they know is that the cadaver, like, they're getting some hints, like, mm, something's fucking going on with Kevin over here. But it could be another dead body. person. It could literally be anything, and they're looking for Kayla. So they don't have a lot that they can go off of. Yeah. Here. Okay, so... Because of the fact that they didn't have any evidence that Kevin had done anything to Kayla, but that they heavily suspected him as doing something. Yeah. On August 8th, 2011, the police had to drop the charges against Kevin for the reckless endangerment because they didn't have any probable cause. They didn't have anything. But it was still reckless endangerment. But I guess they can't even prove that what he's saying is true. I don't know. I, I don't know why, how, what, whatever. But they wow. had to drop the charges. So the case goes quiet and cold for a few years until October of 2016 <gasps> when a video starts to go viral on the internet of this weird dude talking about how he met this new girl and that he had taken her home and tied her up in his basement or some crap. Nope, can't do that. And then he pans the camera to the girl who's tied up and the girl is like visibly screaming and, you know, scared. And the girl looks a lot like Kayla. What the fuck? So much so that Hope watched this video and she really thinks that this girl is Kayla. What? Yes. And then it turns out. Okay, so wait. This is eight years later? Yeah, it's eight years later. And so the video had been posted in October of 2009 around the time that Kayla had gone missing the same year. Okay. But it didn't surface until 2016. That's when this thing started going viral. 
Well, it turned out that the video was a total hoax and that it was just actors playing around. It wasn't related to Kayla's case at all. It was all coincidence that, like, the actor looked like Kayla. What the hell, man? They came out and, like, publicly apologized. But this, like, tormented her mother. Her mother thought that they had a fucking clue in her cold case. And it was literally just a silly video. (gasps) How fucking scary. That's so sad. So that's really the last big news in the case. In 2011, her father actually ended up passing away, and he never knew what happened to his daughter. Miguel and Kevin have since stopped cooperating with the police and have gone on to live their lives. Oh, my God. At at the time that she disappeared, Kayla was 5'2", 108 pounds, brown hair, brown eyes, with pierced ears, a pierced belly button, and she had a scar on the right side of her nose as well as on her right shin. Obviously, if you see or know her, call your local police authorities. I, like I said, allegedly Facebook stalked the fuck out of everybody. And it's not that surprising. But last night I thought I was like cracking the case. But um, turns out that Jimmy, Kayla's brother, Mm -hmm. had a baby recently and named the baby girl Kayla. Again, I feel like a total creep because I literally did this all on Facebook stalking. Yeah. Named the baby girl Kayla. And the girl that he had the baby with is best friends with a woman who has the same last name as Kevin. So I'm assuming they're related some way, shape, or form. But that isn't that shocking if if it's Kevin like small was friends with Jimmy in the first place. That's like, yeah, you know, your, your friend's sister brings over her friends and yeah. you guys are like, ah, you're hot, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's really not that shocking. But Hope's Facebook page is like totally dedicated to spreading awareness about her daughter's case. Uh, It's so heartbreaking and sad to read through. There were like posts that were like, fucking life sucks. And then other posts that were like, I'm never giving up, you know? Oh, Oh my God. I know. And then she posts every birthday and every birthday she's like, this is the year. Every Christmas. She puts so many pictures up of Kayla when she was younger. And it's just so sad to see some of like as you scroll through. This is what was really fucking with me. As you scroll through, it's so sad to see as you go back in time that the pictures don't change because Kayla never got older. Like she doesn't have any older pictures. It's just like, oh, my God, this is so fucked up. I feel so bad for Hope. Somebody knows what happened. Also, I definitely tried to find Kevin. I don't know if I did or not. (laughs) I don't know Mm. if this is like super not cool and I'm a psycho. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I did or not, but I did find somebody with that name that looked an awful lot like the mugshot from a while ago. And it looks like he recently had a baby also. So if that's the case, homeboy is just going on and living his best life. But like something happened. Somebody knows something. Mm. And no one is talking. And it's really suspicious that Kevin had all of these cadaver hits in his life. And he was the last person to see her. Now, I don't know if he had a past or anything. I literally know nothing about this guy. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, put him on blast. But, like, what the fuck? And then he's not cooperating anymore. Which also I understand, though, if you're like, I literally had nothing to do with this. And now you guys are trying to charge me with shit. Like, I would understand being like, my lawyers suggest I don't cooperate. Yeah. Or whatever. But also, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what happened? As a person, you want him, like... There's no reason to not cooperate, but then as the person that was charged, it's kind of like the Stephen Avery thing. Like, at a certain point, you're like, okay, but you looked at everything. You (laughs) don't have new reasons to look at it. Like, I don't have to let you, so I'm going to try and move on with my life. I'm done here. Yeah. I get that from his perspective, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, but, like, did you do it? 
Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. It's such a mind fuck. And then to imagine that you're living in this small town and you're all living around each other. You know, like somebody knows God. something about your daughter who's missing. Also, that's got to be heartbreaking for the brother, too. I was thinking that, too. Like, but, like, here's the thing. That was his buddy. Like, did they stay friends? I have no idea. I don't know. I also found Natasha's Facebook page. And she had, like, pictures of her and Kayla up. And there's just all these posts of everybody missing Kayla. And she had a tattoo of Kayla's name Aww. done on her. Like, they were best fucking friends. It's like if I just went missing. Oh, don't do that. So sad, don't right? So nobody knows what happened to Kayla. She's just gone. Oh, my God. That's really sad. This needs to be one of those, like, um, documentaries on it. Like, yes, hey, but, like. I need to know more. Let's talk to everyone in this town. Exactly. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. I may or may not have messaged Hope on uh, Facebook. Really? But she hasn't gotten back to me. <laughs> so I'll let you know if I get any more details and we can hunt into it. Okay. And get everybody to hate us. But, I, dude, where the fuck is Hope? Well, we're doing not Hope. Not I hope. keep calling her Hope. We're doing it out of the love of in our heart. Exactly. I said in my message that we're going to CrimeCon next week. And if she has like a flyer or anything she wants us to hand out or sit out or anything, I will. Hell like yeah. to help spread awareness of her case. Because there is literally no answers. Like, there are no answers. There's nothing. It's just like, Kevin looks pretty suspicious. And then the case just got cold. Ugh. And nobody's fucking pissed about it. I think people are probably pretty yeah, pissed about it. Yeah, but like, it, you but... know how you have to get awareness for like police to start digging again or getting fresh new eyes? Like, I want to work with her mom and be like, give us access to all of the fucking paperwork. I want to read it. I want to help. I want to be an armchair detective. I realize that's probably not going to happen, and she probably doesn't want to hear from me at all, and she just wants to be left the fuck alone, but I care. Oh, that's so sad. Isn't that sad? That's really sad. That breaks my heart. I know. It makes me so sad. Like the, And she says all the time, like, oh, I miss my baby, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Of course. It's her baby, man. That's her baby. And then she has pictures of her son, you know, and she's like, I'm so proud of my baby boy. It's his Aww. birthday. Yeah. Like, God, I just feel for her. It just sucks, man. Yeah. Sucks so bad. Like trying to give your kids freedom and let them come into their own. And then some fucker fucks it all up. Yeah. And now I'm over here like, no, my kids will never leave the house. Right? I don't know if my kids will now either. I know. Not Mm. after this podcast, man. For sure. We are jaded, bro. Yeah. Yeah. My kid's going to be like, I'm going like to the neighbor's house. And I'm like, we don't know them. Yeah. Get out of here. I don't know where to find your body. Evidently, you could be hiding in a closet and I'd have no fucking clue. Yeah. And they'll be like, we've lived next to him for 13 years. And I'll be like, I don't know him. I don't know what's in his closets. Talk to me when it's been 14 years. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Okay, so if you want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to (laughs) isgdpodcast.com. Or follow us on any social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at isgdpodcast. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. I think I forgot to tell you that if you're on Facebook, go join the pod group. It's the goddamn pod group. It's fun. You can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. <laughs> Got it right. Apparently I fucked that one up last time. Sorry about it. <laughs> Sorry about it. And then join our Patreon. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go check it out. We got all kinds of shit for all kinds of people. <laughs> and then last but not least... Please subscribe, rate, and review. Help spread the word of your favorite podcast to mm-hmm. all of your friends. And also come to CrimeCon. Yes, come. You have one week. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You get to go to Vegas with Baby. us. 
You don't have to hang out with us, but like you get to go to Vegas, yeah. you know? That's the best part. Anyway, bye guys. Bye.